It's Monday the 6th of March and you're listening to the Snowboardcast, episode number 12, SBC012. I'm coming to you from Turin in the Italian Great Northwest, host city for the Winter Olympic Games 2006. And to kick us off tonight is a track by Granian called Sex in a Box. and many more can be found in the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com.
There will, of course, be a link to the Granian Podsafe Music page in the show notes of this episode and indeed a link to the Granian website. You can find the show notes at snowboardcast.blogspot.com and you can contact me by emailing snowboardcast at gmail.com. This is the podcast for snowboarders by snowboarders, based mainly in San Sicario in the Milky Way, where I recount tales of our adventures in the deep, deep powder in the northwest of Italy. It's Monday night and I've just got back to the valley after a long weekend in the mountains. And after the two feet of powder that we had over a week ago, we got another one and a half feet in three days leading up to this weekend. That was in San Sicario, in the heart of the Milky Way, which is uh, joined by the resorts of Sestriere, Sauzidou, Clavier, and into France, Montgenevre. And what a fantastic weekend it was. It started snowing on the Thursday of last week and continued all of the way through until the end of Saturday and even overnight on Saturday. There was in all about six inches of snow on the Thursday, six inches of snow again on the Friday into Saturday morning, and a further six inches of snow overnight on the Saturday. I'm currently snowboarding on a winter stick all mountain, 162 centimeters, with Burton driver boots and ride LX bindings, and This snowboard really loves the powder. This is a snowboard that goes anywhere, does everything you ask of it. It behaves itself and it is fantastic in the backcountry, through the trees, in the woods. What a snowboard. It's remarkable. So Saturday morning, um, it was still snowing fairly heavily and had been snowing most of the night. It was snowing when we got up to the mountains on the Friday evening and continued through the night and into Saturday. I started the day fairly early, just after 9 o'clock, got the first lift up, uh, made a couple of variations through the trees off-piste. The snow was uh, fantastic, no problems at all. First tracks in most routes I was coming down and um, having a very good time to start the day. Visibility was fine, staying below the tree line. Above the tree line, it was uh, a little bit awkward, um, quite low cloud, but below the tree line, there wasn't any problem at all with visibility. So we met up with some friends just after 10 o'clock, one of whom was quite keen to venture off-piste, as a result of which, halfway down piece 21, we decided to head into the woods alongside 21 at the northern edge of San Sicario, over into an area which is called Colombier, would basically lead us into the bottom half of the Colombier run. The Colombier run itself, starting from the very top of Rio Nero and heading all of the way down to the village and beyond, if you wish, Uh, takes you down a valley with uh, no lifts in it whatsoever and um, it's in the valley that separates San Sicario from the Colbasset Valley which in turn separates San Sicario from Sauzedou. So as I say we head into the trees about halfway down 
with uh, a further 1,000 meters probably to continue until we got to the resort level. Uh, heading into the trees there, the land slopes away very quickly, north facing. We head over and away from the piste and into an area where the situation is that you would have to traverse all of the way back to get to the piste and a lot of that would be uphill so you'd be traversing across to get back onto the piste. The natural slope, the north facing slope there was taking us further and further away from the piste and into an area where there was completely untouched powder. No one had been down this route for at least a week and a half, if not two weeks or more. And uh, we were the only people going through that particular part of the woods. As we were going across the slope, we were going much further away and uh, finding it quite difficult to get back. At certain points, it was quite heavy going. The, some of the slopes downhill uh, even out a little bit so you get to some, uh, some very shallow slopes and find, I was finding it quite difficult to maintain momentum. On many occasions, therefore, I was having to unclip from my board and uh, get to a situation where I was getting to a slightly steeper section and um, that was a struggle in itself. Unclipping from the board, stepping forward, trying to walk to the steeper section. I was uh, entering up to my waist in the powder. There was over a meter of fresh powder between the trees here. And uh, every time you tried to walk, you put your foot in and your foot would go straight into the snow up to your waist. Uh, as you can imagine, trying to get your leg out again to take the next step was extremely heavy going. So having clipped in again and uh, getting onto some steeper terrain in the same wood still and attempting to move left, so to traverse wherever possible back towards the main pisted area of the resort, um, it was fairly evident that we were getting much lower than we realised and uh, struggling to get back onto the pisted runs. To avoid the situation of having to unclip and walk, um, I was heading more and more down the foreline rather than cutting back across towards the piece. And um, after a while of doing this, uh, I was in a situation where I wasn't really quite sure how low I was, whether I was above the resort level or I'd gone down below the resort level. This was quite a dangerous situation because if I go below the resort level, then there certainly isn't the option of cutting across and getting a lift back up. My only option then is to fall another further 700 vertical meters or 2,200 vertical feet through uh, terrain that I'd never been through before, pretty much on my own, without uh, anyone to guide me or anyone to... Uh, get me out of trouble if I got into trouble until I hit the main road at the bottom and then the problem would have been to get back up to the resort from there. 
Anyway, I knew that at a certain point there was uh, quite a wide mountain track which runs at a level with the resort or just above at 1,750 meters. And this track runs all of the way round the mountain at pretty much that level. It was a track that was built during the war for armoured vehicles to carry um, goods along and it runs at pretty much the same level as the resort. So I knew that as long as I didn't cross that, then I was safe. However, I got to a point where I felt myself to be well above this track and uh, felt that I still had to descend further. And um, I fortunately checked my altimeter, which is built into my watch, which showed me... To my surprise, a level of 1,800 meters. And just below me, I could see uh, a kind of a track, but it didn't look anything like the, the road or the mountain track that I was expecting to find. Anyway, at this point in time, I wasn't in the mood for taking any more risks. I went down to this track, which was, um, had, had deep, deep snow on it, hoping that I would be able to walk along it without any problem and uh, determined that uh, in any case I was going to walk back towards the direction of the lifts and um, where I came out, I came out and it would hopefully bring me out at a point which was higher than the resort. Again, to get down to the track, it was uh, hard going. I was uh, taking very small steps, and every time I stepped, I would go into the snow, suddenly above my knee, and a lot of times up to my waist. I was getting quite tired. Eventually, I got down to the track, and uh, thank goodness, um, there was more or less about one foot of fresh snow on top of a relatively solid base, so... Once I was on there, I was able to walk. It was uh, basically a boot full of fresh snow every step, which compared to the, uh, the, the going up to your waist every step was, um, was very easy going. So from there, I had about a 20-minute walk along the track, and uh, indeed, it brought me out at exactly 1,750 metres, 1,800 metres, exactly where I had assumed myself to be based on my altimeter reading. And um, two hours after entering, entering the trees halfway down this run, I was now, thank goodness, back in the land of the living. And um, fairly shaken up, I was quite exhausted uh, after my exploits in the woods, only because every time I had to unclip, it was just so difficult walking. It was... Um, it was one of those situations where it was almost easier just to stay clipped in and, uh, and try to jump forward rather than unclip because uh, stepping into the snow that deep made it almost impossible to make any progress. I was taking steps which were no more than six or seven inches each one. I must say I was glad to be out of there, by which time it was uh, time to go for lunch and um, in the afternoon... I was uh, a little bit more wary. I had a bit of a low-key afternoon, stayed uh, relatively close to the piste, suddenly no more wild adventures heading off into the wilderness like I did in the morning. Now it's time for another tune from the Podsafe Music Network. This is from a band called Urgencies.
The track is called Strange Girl's Weird Boy and it's on Full Breach Kicks Records. Urgencies with Strange Girls Weird Boy. A link to their Podsafe music page will be in the show notes of this episode. You can find that at snowboardcast.blogspot.com. After Saturday boarding in San Sicario, Saturday night's dinner was booked at an agriturismo in Fenils, which is down in the valley which is an arrangement where you can uh, eat and drink as much as you wish for a fixed price. 
It's a, a farmhouse restaurant where the produce is all uh, homemade and uh, very reasonably priced indeed. It's a fixed menu, many courses, and as much wine as you can consume. The temperature had risen quite uh, markedly on Saturday. It was a very warm afternoon. The snow level had risen to approximately 1,400 meters. So in the resort of San Sicario, it was snowing, but below in the valley in Cisana Torinese, it was in fact raining. On the way down in the car to the restaurant, we uh, hit the rain-snow level at approximately 1,500 meters, and it was raining quite consistently most of the evening and um, into the night. On the way back up, the drive back home, again we hit the snow level at 1,500 metres approximately and um, it was snowing very lightly uh, by around about midnight. It obviously increased in intensity overnight because uh, by the Sunday morning when we woke up there was a further six inches of fresh powder on the ground. The weather was slightly cloudy although it had in fact stopped snowing by the morning and um, the sun was beginning to come through. I was up quite early again, out snowboarding by 9.15, 9.30 and was expecting some friends to come up to snowboard in San Sicario on the Sunday morning. It was the friends from work who tend to go down to Prato Nuvoso to the snow park on the Friday evening. Four of them had decided to come up to snowboard on the Sunday and I was expecting them fairly early on. As it turned out, they didn't arrive until gone 10 o'clock. In fact, they got up to the lift to join me at um, just before 11 o'clock due to a huge queue for tickets at the bottom of the gondola in Cesana. By the time they arrived, I'd already checked out a few good off-piste runs, in particular ones between piece number 18 and 19. I was um, going down virgin powder yet again. Um, it's quite amazing in the resort of San Sicario where they, after a fresh snowfall, there is still a lot of fresh powder days and days and days afterwards, uh, not to mention one or two days afterwards. So I was um, literally uh, going through wide open virgin fields of uh, fresh powder where no one had uh, even, even entered. They, there was no tracks whatsoever. I was in one such location when the phone rang and uh, the friends were... Uh, heading to the top of the four-man chair. So I arranged to meet them at the bottom of the next four-man chair and uh, then take them on a guided tour of the powder fields of San Sicario. And what a fantastic time we had. I took them everywhere. I took them down the 72 run, down the 21 run. We were in powder all morning. By lunchtime, we'd had a fantastic time I was completely exhausted, I think mainly due to the um, experiences on the previous day uh, when I was in the woods on the other side of run 21 on the Colombier run um, and uh, then this, this Sunday morning 
uh, in the powder all morning with uh, a couple of guys who uh, have got a lot of experience and were pushing me to take them on uh, more and more powder runs uh, to excite them. At the end of lunch, I was um, so full, I wasn't even that keen on getting up and going out again. Although I did, um, it would be most unusual for me not to. And um, we were back out in the powder again, and within uh, the space of a few minutes, I was was straight back to uh, the excitement of the morning. Any thoughts of uh, being exhausted had disappeared, and uh, I was enjoying it all over again. Um, one has to say, though, that the afternoon, the, the back leg burn was starting. The thigh, the upper thigh on my back leg, which is my right leg, was really, really... Uh, I, was trying, I was starting to feel the, the muscle really burning now. The, um, the, the powder runs that we were going through... Um, I was having to get my weight back quite a lot due to the fact that there isn't a huge amount of uh, steepness. As a result, there's certain points where you really do have to make sure the nose of the board stays up in the air. And um, in doing so, all of the weight and all of the the pressure was on the, the back leg's thigh. I managed to exhaust my companions and by four o'clock they were heading for the piece for a gentle piece through the woods uh, around the Monte Rota area with a couple of other people that had come up with them who weren't uh, anywhere near as good as them and were unable to stay with us in the powder during the day but the last hour of their day was spent uh, with those other two people as a result I was able to get back to the, the peace bashing gang that I'm normally with and uh, do a couple of real hard and fast piste runs down 72 with uh, two or three others who'd been on the piste most of the day. And then we finished up with uh, a nice fast run from the top down 21, at which point the, the, the people I was with had to head for the gondola because they had to get the last lift down at quarter to five. I, of course, managed to get my last couple of runs in on the four-man baby at the resort, doing a couple of jumps off the road and, uh, and a couple of 180s to finish off my day at uh, five o'clock sharp, thoroughly satisfied with uh, an excellent day's powder. And now some more music from a band that I'm becoming quite fond of. It's a band called Kingsdown. They're from Bristol in the United Kingdom. They've got three or four tracks up on the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. And this one is called Next Train to Brighton. Somewhere where I can breathe 
space to run and space to see And people who have a little time on their hands Take the next train to Brighton Lose your pain in Brighton Take the next train to Brighton Stands out. You're looking for my face, but it's got lost in the crowd. And I'm just praying for a friend, but there's no one around. Oh, take me home. Oh, take me home. Oh, won't you take me home now? That was Kings Down with Next Train to Brighton. You can find a link to their Podsafe Music Network page in my show notes at snowboardcast.blogspot.com. My weekend wasn't over quite yet. I booked Monday as a holiday in anticipation of the snowfall on Friday and Saturday. In fact, I had expected uh, snow on Sunday 
and it was forecast good weather for Monday. I'd booked the Monday off. I was still in the mountains, and overnight there was a drop in temperature of approximately 10 degrees centigrade, which transformed the powder into very crystal-like uh, substance and uh, created some very, very nice crisp powder to ride in on the Monday. The sky was deep, deep blue. It was very, very cold. There was an extremely cold wind. Along with the drop in temperature, the wind had increased, so on the mountain peaks, the snow was being blown off into plumes of clouds of snow and uh, falling wherever the, the, the lee side of the wind. The piece were perfectly groomed with approximately one inch of very soft powder on top of a fairly hard base, perfect for free carving. The off-piste was excellent also. I had another fantastic 9 to 5 day. I was out at 9.15, 9.30 and I didn't get back in until 10 to 5 in the evening. There were hardly any lift queues. A few people uh, on white weeks on their Settimani Bianche, their skiing holidays. Uh, apart from that, there were a few of us who had stayed over from the weekend. We had a fantastic time. The only unfortunate thing was the high winds kept the lift links closed, as they have been all weekend, um, which was unfortunate because... Uh, the Rio Nero run, which is the link to Sal's, would have been absolutely perfect today. As indeed uh, would be the run down to the intermediate station of the gondola, which takes you down to Sestriere from San Sicario. As it was, we couldn't take advantage of either of those, but uh, there were plenty of fine runs to be had uh, on the San Sicario side of the mountain. I came back home tonight and I'm already looking forward to next weekend. There is a forecast, or there was a forecast before this weekend, of uh, a large snowfall midweek this week, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, it was a long-range forecast, so it remains to be seen how that has varied in the meantime. I hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast and uh, thank you for listening. If you want any more information, please go to snowboardcast.blogspot.com where you can um, email me or email me direct at snowboardcast at gmail.com with any equipment views you may have, any experiences you're having boarding this season, the snowfall situation in your part of the world, and uh, don't forget, you can always add yourself to my Frapper map, which is on my site at snowboardcast.blogspot.com. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Hope to uh, be in touch again next Monday for the next episode of the Snowboardcast. <laughs>